This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And this week, I'm chatting with Charlie Adams, who recently put out her debut album, Bullseye, which has songs such as Cheer Captain, which sounds like this. I tried to be quiet, play nice, but I knew I wasn't doing it right. And I cried, wiped my eyes, and then smiled, because they didn't know I was living a lie. I don't know when it happened, but I don't want to be your cheer captain. A lot of great tracks on that album, so go check that out when you get a chance. But let's just jump into the chat with Charlie. So we have Charlie Adams with us. How are you doing today, Charlie? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good. I guess we'll start by talking about your new album first. Cool. Which is called Bullseye. Been out, uh, I think, about five days. But yeah, very cool album. Thank you. I've listened to it a few times now. And yeah, I've just been enjoying the songs. I've actually been... Trying to set this interview up for, for a while. I oh, think cool. it was maybe from the second second single and they were like, we'll wait a little bit longer. We'll like, wait a little bit longer. I was like, I finally got you. Oh, I, yeah. I'm glad we got to do it. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, like I said, been a, been a good listen. It's a, quite a mood, the album. I don't know if that's fair to say. Uh-huh. It is. It, it, and also it has a million moods, I feel yes. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of things happening at once. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just life, isn't it? Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's mm. like, at least it was accurate to, you know, the two years it was written, you know, mm. it's, it's just as chaotic as it felt. Yeah, right. So this is your first album, but you had a, an EP a couple of years ago, or last year, actually, Good at Being Young, mm-hmm. released at the beginning of last year. Was, it, was there anything different for you in the process of writing each release? Yeah, I mean, I... I feel like the next release will be its own different as well. Mm. Like I already know it because the first one was written from a very DIY place. Mm-hmm. I was just like kind of, there was no plan in mind. I was like, a you know, writing it from being like in the music scene and kind of a coming of age thing. And it felt kind of super exhilarating and thrown together. And then Bullseye came I didn't realize I was even making a record I thought I was making mm-hmm. an EP and I honestly we didn't I didn't even know what I was making I was just writing songs and it was experimenting and it was me like working with a bunch of different producers and writers and just kind of exploring and then I like looked down and realized I had made an album that felt super conceptual and it was like well this has captured this moment in my life so it definitely has to be an album and then but it, it did feel like a little yeah, I just, it happened so fast and I didn't, it wasn't one of those like conscious sit down with the producer right. in the studio for like to make a record where you're consciously mm-hmm. making it. It kind of just was like, oh shit, this is my album. And so, yeah, the next one I kind of am excited to like take a different approach and be and have that maybe more conscious settled in time. But yeah, those two, they kind of, it just kind of feels like a, a steps, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Have you... 
I, I don't want to rush too much. You've just put out this one, but have you started working yeah. on the, the next one yet? Believe it or not, you're not even the one to rush me. It's, uh, <laughs> it's me and some like, actually, um, yeah, I've, over the last few months, I had some cool opportunities come up where it was kind of like seize the moment or else. And so, yeah, I am. We're doing it soon. We're like making it. Yeah, it's coming cool. soon. I'm already, yeah, I've already written a few tunes for it, I think. Very nice. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait to can't wait to hear that one. Yeah, me too. But yeah, you you mentioned working with a bunch of different writers and producers. Just something I noticed kind of you had a picture of I guess just like the credits of the album um, mm-hmm. on your Facebook. And yeah, I just noticed that a lot of a lot of different names. Is there something different you find with each of like working with a different producer or a different group of songwriters? for each song is there something different you find with each one yeah definitely I'm also figuring out I think what I prefer the most Mm -hmm. you know with the process of elimination and I've always been someone who wrote lyrics alone and I prefer that prefer it that way and all my you know all my favorite songs have come it's it's like my brain is less stimulated and it's easier for me to just write by myself but yeah there was a different experience for just about every collaboration I mean so it's just kind of playing to people's strong suits and it opened my mind to collaboration much more this record because it's kind of stubborn about my lyrics and there were definitely moments where I felt like um, people were able to help me in that where I'd be stubborn but yeah I'm figuring out kind of what is the perfect combination with me and my skills and what skills I want to recruit in but yeah when I was making bulls I was kind of up for anything cool yeah there, there was a lot of there was a few collaborations with different vocalists as, as well on the album mm-hmm. is that something that you'll be looking to do in the future having some collabs of different people I mean yeah I love I would I love a collaboration. I love all the artists that were on Bullseye, like so mm-hmm. much. I listened to every single one of those artists' records, like religiously. So I just kind of hope to, I'm like such a music lover. I'm like, it's just kind of the only reason I even make music. So yeah, yeah the more I can work with artists that I admire, the the happier I'll be. It's, it's like very humbling and surreal, honestly. Well, they're all fun collaborations. I guess, yeah. um, especially... Like either way, like you being a female artist, bringing a male vocalist in or whether it was the other way around, I guess it just adds a different tone to the record as well. Definitely. I I definitely want to, um, next record, I did look down and I was like, there are no other women. I was like, I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, But next album, we'll definitely have some female collaborations. But yeah, I think I... I think vocally, I have always been drawn to male vocalists and I've like loved mm-hmm. male vocalists. I think it maybe is because I can hear a bit of myself in it. Uh, like growing up, I always listened to like, you know, pop powerhouse vocals. They were on the radio and all that, mm-hmm. you know, especially during that time. And I never, I didn't relate to that. And so I think I probably latched onto like deeper, raspier male vocals for the sake of feeling better about my voice. Because <laughs> I think it's a bit could be a bit masculine i'm not sure right okay yeah. something you've talked about a fair bit of just reading up about you is kind of your your upbringing seems to come up a lot and i was just kind of interested because your your music it seems very honest but i guess reading about you um you come from quite a conservative background mm-hmm. what was the transition of going from that kind of background to having to be honest all the time i suppose yeah i mean it was all all of it was internal. I, in terms of like, I, I don't blame anyone for 
what I kind of that whole process. I don't blame anyone from back home or anyone. You know, I just uh, it's more so I yeah, it was hard for me to accept myself in the after growing up in that environment in the South. Like it was just it went against uh, a lot of things that are just in my nature. So yeah, that was tough. And like the whole religion thing was really, really tough to to accept it first as yourself and then to be able to tell the internet or tell the world how you feel. Yeah. But I will say the hardest part was working through it on my own and not losing sleep over it or having panic attacks over those kind of things. It's like once I actually accepted myself, letting the world know was not a concern. It was right. Okay. I was kind of freeing because it was like, Oh, I've gotten to a point where I can say that out loud that that's, that's how I feel or who I am. It's kind of like, I think if you have peace with yourself, then you're not really afraid of other people's judgment. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I don't know, just looking at like from Australia, looking at America and um, those kind of things aren't like as big a thing here. Yeah. And I grew up in Alabama, so it's very much, I mean, it's definitely yeah. a big thing. It's kind of like, I mean, now I live in the Bible Belt of the US. So, you know, the environment is still existing. Yeah. It's just kind of find your scene where you are, but. Yeah, it's just um hard. Not, I don't know, not hard to relate to. I can understand it, but um, yeah, it seems America does everything a thousand percent more than what we do here. I think so, yeah. It's fun to watch from, from a distance, I guess. I'm sure. I'm sure it's very entertaining. <laughs> we're we're having a laugh at least. Yeah. No, I'd love to be on your end having a laugh about it. <laughs> yeah. Well. There are things to laugh about here as well. Sure, yeah. So. I mean, I've never been to Australia, but I I'm, would love to. It doesn't look very funny. It looks very beautiful. The accents are funny, but in a good way. Oh, good. I'm always worried, like, going into an interview, is anyone going to be able to understand anything I'm saying? No, I watched Big Brother Australia religiously. Okay, so right. I, yeah, I understand it easily. That's a good representation of Australia. <laughs> Everyone is like on Big Brother yeah i bet i'll be honest i've never watched it but um i assume everyone's responsible all the time i couldn't tell if they were milking the accents on big brother or if that was just truly like if they do run that thick yeah i think um a lot of television and movies of australia we we try to we 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 up it a bit i think and we just like tricking americans as well right just a little tip um everyone in australia will hate me for this but if, if if anyone ever tells you something that sounds like a lie, it's probably just a lie. Right. That's the that's the sense of humor is yeah, yeah, lying. Um, <laughs> yeah, just lying to every American we've ever met. I feel like you have to. Yeah, you have to. It's for yeah, fun. Exactly. Our biggest lie is um I don't know where this comes from. We've invented this thing called the drop bear. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Drop bear. I mean, are you lying to drop, me right drop, now? Drop drop bear. Um. Okay. So we just tell people there's a bear that it just sits in the tree and then just drops on you. Um, so you got to be careful walking around because they're all over the place. Do you speak of where the beer comes from? Do we know? Not beer, oh, bear, bear. Bear, like... Bear. Um, got it. Yeah. But yeah, so don't believe anything an Australian says ever. That's just right. just a warning for you. I, I know I was born here, but I might have my citizenship revoked for telling you. Yeah, well, if yeah, <laughs> I'll just pretend like I think that there's going to be bears falling out of trees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
hope you're enjoying the chat so far just breaking it up as always to let you know if you wanted to check out charlie's music including her new album bullseye you can find that wherever you buy or stream music so go check that out whenever you get a chance and you should also go check out her socials as well i'll leave all the details for those in the description of the episode and while you're over there you might as well check out the socials for life on music as well all the details for those will be in the description as well so check that out and if you're enjoying the episode you can follow or subscribe to life on music wherever you're listening right now hear the episodes when they're first released but let's jump back into the chat with charlie something else that was really cool that i read about you the the name of the album bullseye was um a nickname given to you by i don't know just justin vernon right casually yeah yeah, yes. yeah can you tell us how that came about and how you get nicknames I, from bonnevere yes i can yeah i mean it felt it definitely felt like i was in the twilight zone that night it was mm-hmm. so wild i mean essentially i saw him at the bar and i was going to I was just like, wow, he's real. Not some mythological figure that created some of my favorite albums. That's awesome. So I wasn't going to speak to him or bother him. But um, yeah, he walked over and said, I didn't meet you yet. I'm Justin. Just out of nowhere. And I said, hi. And so then we ended up playing darts. And I was crushing it. I think the the first (laughs) one were bullseyes. And so he was like, all right, bullseye. And then that was my nickname for the rest of the night. And we had just like, really cool conversation about music like I woke up the next day and I was like that's not true and if I didn't have pictures on my phone or whatever or text to like prove it I would have probably thought I was dreaming mm. it was a wild it was a wild night but yeah that's where bullseye came from it's very cool I'd be just going around telling everyone I'm bullseye that's what you call me yeah. from now on right charlie's dead yeah exactly yeah very cool so we talked a little bit about you're working on music for something upcoming. Obviously, can't reveal too much at the moment, but is there any anything different we can expect in the future in terms of sound, I guess? Definitely what I felt like I didn't get with Bullseye, making Bullseye. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so happy about Bullseye and I'm so proud of Bullseye. I'm, ex- like I said earlier, I'm like really excited to kind of be able to sit with the music and sonically explore before it was kind of like, what does this song need uh, specifically? And we would make each track to each song, mm-hmm. which it which lended itself to bullseye in its own little way. But I'm, I'm excited. I think the next record I'm going to be able to, you know, take a song or, or the entire album and sonically explore with that. And, f- and I'm kind of excited to, yeah, consciously kind of work on the production and hone that sound in. Yeah, I think that's what I'm most excited about and probably just, yeah, more honestly, just that. And who's to say? I guess just mm. more, uh, yeah, I'm more songs. I've just kind of, nothing's changing in the songwriting end of things at the moment. But yeah, mm-hmm. excited to kind of like settle into a sound, whereas the last one kind of felt explorative, you know. Yeah, so I guess more writing an album than writing a bunch of songs is that yeah i kind of want the next one to be kind of one sonic album that mm-hmm. whereas whereas bullseye feels like a collection of songs but yeah I'm, i want the next one to feel like a moment kind of top to bottom sonically cohesive in a way that i feel like bullseye was lacking so that's kind of where okay. my head's at. cool yeah well yeah like i said i've enjoyed i've enjoyed listening to bullseye and can't wait to hear whatever whatever's coming next 
Yeah. I'm sure it'll be wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but thanks so much for, for chatting today. It's been fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for listening and thank you to Charlie for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Charlie's debut album, Bullseye, out now wherever you buy or stream music and go follow her on her socials and follow Life on Music on my socials as well. And if you did enjoy the show, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.